Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday. It is May 17th. Hope you all are doing well this week as we uh, head into some earnings today. We got some retail stop shops to talk about. We'll talk about that more when Dave joins us here in just a few moments. Hey, before we do that, though, let's not forget that there are so many things in this world. You and I, we just cannot control them. However, when it comes to your retirement portfolio, you can take some control by controlling the amount of risk you have in your portfolio. You need to know a couple things, though. You need to know how much risk you have in that portfolio. You need to know, two, how much risk you should have in that portfolio. And three, you need to know if you're in the right realm for the, the amount of risk you have in that portfolio. Give us a call, 863-382-0037 to walk through our core retirement design. we got Dave coming up next. Your grandparents what a payphone was, kid. They really were coming back when. It's 840 at your light FM. Time to check in on your money and see what's going on on that world this morning. And sometimes Wall Street is kind of like another planet. Let's see how that planet is surviving with a little help from Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services. Philip, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Dave. How are you doing well today as... Uh... You know, markets didn't do so well yesterday, but we got some green ink this morning. And um, I don't know, uh, looking backwards, uh, we got some decent news. Um, some of the economic news is kind of a split down the middle, I guess you'd say. Yeah, I think that's a fair way. It was kind of a mixed bag this morning. Backing up to yesterday, you mentioned it was red ink yesterday, which really kind of surprised me because uh, President Biden and uh, Speaker McCarthy met, and they both got out of the meeting making positive noises over uh, whether or not they're going to negotiate their way into a uh, an actually in-time debt, uh, debt limit extension. But, boy, oh, boy, the Dow was down 336 points. Standard & Poor's was down by 26 and a half. NASDAQ down by 22, and the Russell 2000 down by 25. You'd think it was all bad news yesterday, and really, in truth, it wasn't, at least as far as the brinksmanship in Washington is concerned. Well, yeah, at least in that part. But remember, you know, in light of, um, you know, retail sales and, and then the industrial production number came out, it was better than expected. Um, and business inventories had fallen just a little bit more than expected. And then you had the builder's confidence, home builder's confidence come out, but a little better than expected. You would think, but, but I'm thinking that they may be, uh, you know, just not sure how all this is going to lay on the table of the Fed. And that's the thing that makes the difference. And one of the observations I made while we were chatting this morning, a lot of these numbers, the last report that we're going to see before the next Federal Reserve meeting on the 13th of June, because now we're past the midpoint of this month, this is our last snapshot. So we had some fairly good reports, which I suspect you're probably right. A lot of investors are saying, oh, shoot, does this mean we're going to get another interest rate increase? So we're starting to turn into the good news is bad news scenario again. Well, the other thing I see on my ticker sheet today is we had five, say five, Fed presidents that were out doing the, the rubber chicken circuit yesterday. So, um, you know, no, you never know how that laid out on uh, on everybody. And that's always a concern when we give them a chance. That's right. They're about ready to enter shutdown mode in about a week when they aren't going to be able to talk for the week and a half before the meeting, right? I think so. So, yeah. So I had five different five different uh the Fed uh, president speaking. 
Yeah, yesterday <laughs> afternoon. Yesterday from 10 to 7 last night. Oh, and we all know how much Wall Street just absolutely loves uncertainty. So you get a bunch of guys getting a couple of uh, couple of scotch and sodas in them and let them ruminate for a while, and it always gets dangerous. Brings us up to this morning, and we got a couple free numbers that were interesting. First of all, the mortgage, the mortgage Bankers Association puts out their weekly mortgage count. Last week, the number of mortgage applications that we saw went up by 6.3%. Boy, talk about volatility, a little uptick on mortgage rates in the last seven days, and this week they fell by 5.7%. You're never going to get a trend out of these guys, are you? It doesn't look, at least not now. I mean, you know, there's so much going on that uh, affects those numbers. Um, it's going to be a little while. I mean, we, let's face it, in the day, we had a nice trend, trend down, but, uh, y- you know, it's kind of uh, up and down now like a roller coaster. Oh, yeah, it sure is. Talking about a roller coaster, uh, the big federal data dump this morning was on housing numbers, and they went in two completely opposite directions from what was expected. Housing starts month over month in April were expected to fall by 1.4%. They showed an increase of 2.2%, completely the opposite direction by an even bigger percentage than they expected them to go down. Uh, you mentioned that they... Uh, they also had, though, revised an earlier month housing number, kind of giving us a net zero, wouldn't you think? Yeah, or maybe even uh, the other direction, because um, they revised March down to a 4.5% drop. Oops. Yeah, yeah, if I remember correctly, yeah, March was uh, only a 0.8% drop officially. So, yeah, down 3%, net down a little bit. We might actually come close to making that 1.4% down number, that net net. Uh, the other side was an unpleasant surprise. Building permits, they expected them to be flat during the month of April, and they showed up 1.5% down. So I think now we're, well, we already knew it was there. There's kind of a trend downward in the home building industry, isn't there? Yeah, there is. You know, definitely, you know, and commercial uh, stuff is starting to slow down, uh, especially office type stuff and retail. And then uh, obviously housing. I mean, we're not seeing it here in Florida. Uh, but uh, across the country, we're seeing housing slow down. Absolutely. Yeah, we're the lucky ones so far. I'm still seeing houses looking like they're planting brick shavings and they're growing out of nowhere around here. But uh, we're kind of an outlier on that. And for the sake of our local economy, that's good news. It, it really is. I mean, I was driving yesterday to off the Panther Parkway, and I, I don't go out there very often, but I see they got a whole new development going out out there, you know, laying the pipe and and then working that way. So I thought, oh, my gosh, that's uh, another whole development they're putting out there. Oh, yeah, there's a big development past the, past the uh, county board a few months ago permitting that. That's going to be a pretty good-sized development up there. And in my neighborhood, I'm seeing, you know, houses going up for sale and selling relatively quick. It's nice to be an outlier sometimes, isn't it? Well, yeah, especially when it's a positive outlier. Yeah. Absolutely. Mentioned uh, McCarthy and uh, and uh, Biden talking about the uh, talking about the uh, debt ceiling, and that's going to be the overriding panic thing. The longer it goes, the closer it's going to get to being panic. Uh, they're starting to actually talk negotiations. The White House dutifully says we're not talking about the debt ceiling. We're talking about the budget. And McCarthy is saying we're not talking about the budget. We're talking about fixing the debt ceiling and. Things go forward, but neither one will talk about specifics. If they're sitting down and they're talking, it's good news. I think we both agree. Absolutely is good news because, you know, it's taken them a while to get there. 
yeah, between that and Congress trying to understand artificial intelligence, I found it kind of amusing that the company that basically invented it told Congress they need regulation. That's kind of odd for any private industry going in front of Congress, isn't it? Yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really want to invite those morons into your business? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I've got a low opinion of both parties. I make that pretty obvious. Uh, it is earnings season. We keep going. We had one big behemoth name in retail reported. How did Target do this quarter anyway? So, so Target actually did well. They beat substantially on earnings. They came in like $2.05 versus $1.76 it was expecting. Now, revenue, though, another story. I mean, they beat on revenue, but not by much. I mean, in, in our terms, we're talking about pennies, but uh, they did beat. However, when we look at their forward looking um, numbers that, um, yeah, they, they expect those things to remain sluggish in the current quarter. Um, they think that they're going to have single digit decreases in same store sales. Um, and so uh, a little bit tough though, I gotta say, I mean, they were down earlier in the morning, but they're actually back up, um, by about uh, eight tenths of a percent right now. That's a pleasant surprise. You talk about same-store sales going down even in single-digit numbers. That generally make the day traders head for the hills, won't it? Yeah, it will. And, and so that's um, some good news there. And then, like you said yesterday, we got TJX, TJ Maxx companies reported. Um, and their first, first uh, quarter revenue missed by just a little bit. Um, and their earnings... Um, projection for this next quarter is um well i mean i don't say it's significant but the traders are going to think it's significantly off what they expected it to be um even though the first quarter topped topped those estimates i mean they had a good first quarter all the way around mm -hmm. uh, they're trading up one percent this morning okay that, i'm kind of surprised that tj maxx is a you know as, as an overstock reseller business plan wouldn't be looking forward to a pretty decent quarter if the big name brand stores are having off projections. I would think TJ Maxx would be happy with the overstocks. Well, I think they would, but I think they're still having difficulty getting overstocks. I think I think the big boxes are holding on to things longer um, before they turn them loose, trying to sell them for whatever they can in their own store before they um, discount them to basically nothing to the other retailers. Um, so, so I think that's probably part of it there. And just the whole, you know, when the economics start to slow down, everybody quits spending money, even the people that, uh, that visit TJ Maxx. I suppose. Yeah. And I've, as I was thinking about, it, as we were talking about it, yeah, that's right. There's also about a three quarter delay as far as the overstock stuff, because TJ Maxx is now stocking up the summer wear that came out of the big box stores last summer. And we were going through a major inventory drawdown back then. Yeah, exactly. Um, makes sense. What I, when I put words to it, it makes sense. I have to kind of noodle it through out loud sometimes. I got one more report for you, and that's it. Wynn Resorts, uh, the casino operator, um, they got um, – well, it's not even earnings for them, but it's a good number. They got upgraded uh, to overweight from equal weight from Barclays, and that's giving them a nice little bump this morning. Um, they're up almost 2.3%. Well, that's good news. 
As we continue a pretty busy week, yesterday was a down day on Wall Street with numbers over 1% down on the major exchanges, so it's kind of hard to call that flat in contrast to the first couple of days of the week. Any good news this morning, 45 minutes before we open? I see green ink on the indexes. We got the Dow up almost four-tenths of a percent, as well as the S&P 500 up about four-tenths. NASDAQ 100 is lagging a little bit. It's only up about a quarter of a percent right now. On the other side, we silver, it, you know, it's been a roller coaster ride for silver, and it's back down today a little over a tenth of a percent, down back below $24 to $23.86 an ounce. And same thing for gold. Gold sliding this morning a third, uh, and it's down below 2000 again to $1,987 an ounce. And crude oil is down from yesterday's cl- uh, when we spoke about it yesterday morning, but it's up a tad from the close at uh, $70.92. All righty, checking the overseas markets. The Asian rim is responding again to those slow Chinese numbers they reported yesterday, plus our plus our performance yesterday. The uh, Hong Kong market's down a full 2% of the close this morning. Everybody had a little bit of red ink to worry about. Over in Europe, they're uh, kind of flat this morning. I got some up, some down. Nobody's over a tenth of a point up or down at this point, so it's a real flat day in Europe today. Planning a retirement ahead of time is always a good idea. The more time you got, the better the plan you can get. How do I find you to work that plan out, Philip? Dave, these things are exactly the reason that we developed the core retirement design, that uh, we can help people design that retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call, 863-382-0037, and then join us again for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning, on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And one more time back here tomorrow. Actually, two more. It's only Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Let's don't cut the week too short yet. Why? I got work to do. (laughs) I'm cool with that. I'll see you then, Philip. Have a good day. Uh, You too. Thanks. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Again, if you're getting close to retirement, you're five years out or less, please give us a call. Let's make sure that you're on the right track for the retirement you always dreamed of. That number is 863-382-0037. Hey, with that, I hope you'll join us again tomorrow, same time, same place. Have a great one. Bye now.